Well, good morning. It's good to see y'all going on a cruise. I got my shirt. I'm ready to go. Um, the uh, going on a cruise or going on a trip is uh, uh, part of the fun is, is going, but part of the fun is, is getting there too. Uh, so we're going to kind of uh, take a little journey uh, this morning and uh, uh, talk about the process of, uh, of traveling and, and getting there and uh, the fun that you have on the way and, and on the way home. So uh, our, I'm Jeff Ross. I'm one of the pastors here at Roswell Methodist Church. I have the fun of working with Marion and all the other folks on staff here and uh, being a part of, of this church. So welcome. Uh, we're glad that you're here. Uh, our scripture is from Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 9. It's the story of Abraham's call. He's, uh, he's not going on a cruise. He's going to go, he's going to stay on the land, and, but take a long walk. And so uh, the scripture says, the Lord said to Abraham, Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he set out for Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, and all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abraham traveled the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah in Shechem. And all the, that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. The word of God for the people of God. So, not sure about your family, but uh, whenever ours, I have uh, four kids, they're all grown up now, but most of the time when we were off on a trip, uh, it, it was often, you know, four, five, six hour drive. And so we tried to think of things to do and found that the trip going and coming uh, has, a, has many memories as the destination, the place we, we went. Uh, so one of the challenges on a long trip with uh, young kids in the car is keeping them entertained, keeping them busy. So we played lots of games. Um, maybe y'all played the same games. So we're going on a trip and uh, somebody would start and they would say, I'm going on a trip and I'm going to take an apple. And then the next person would say, I'm going to go on a trip and I'm going to take an apple. And then they would add a B word. So what's a good B word? Banana. banana okay. So we're going on a trip and we're going to take an apple and a banana. And then the next person would say the C word. Cap. Okay. 
So we're going to take a, go on a trip. And so you, t- you uh, play this game, and you've got to remember all the l- words that the people said before you. Uh, and uh, that's a, a kind of fun game. The good thing about it is it takes a while. Because every time you mess up, you have to start all over again. So it's good for, what, probably 50, 60 miles, maybe an hour. Uh, and then you can turn the radio back on or whatever it was that you were trying to do. Um, so to fully appreciate Abram's story, so Abram uh, is Abram at this point, but later God changed his name to Abraham. And so you might hear me mess up and use those interchangeably. Um, but at this point, he's uh, still Abram. But to fully appreciate what's going on in chapter 12, you've got to go back, I think, to chapter 11. Because one of the fun things about the Bible that, that I like are the threads that run from the very beginning to the very end. And, um, and so you can read the Bible over and over and over, uh, looking at different threads or different ways the narrative uh, sort of explains itself. And so in what I want us to look at today is this idea of faithfulness and faithlessness. And so anytime you're starting out on a journey, whether it's a cruise or cross country uh, like Abram, uh, you've got to kind of figure out your destination and and, uh, where you're headed. Um, but then also the support and the, the resources that you have along the way. And so on a cruise, you've got this massive uh, staff, don't you, that are, are there to help you and ensure that your journey uh, is good and fun and that you have everything you need. Well, I like to think that the Bible kind of does the same thing. We're on a journey in life, uh, discovering faith, discovering God, discovering ourselves, who we are, who we're trying to be, uh, what we want, what we need, uh, what we like, and how do we get from where we are to where we want to be. And so the challenge is always, um, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to get there. And if we're going to church, a lot of times we do this backwards. We go, okay, here's my plan. Here's what I want. Here's what I think ought to happen. Here's my outline for the rest of my life. And then we turn to God and go uh, try to get God to bless that. We, we say to God, we've already done all the heavy lifting. We've, we've already done the work. Uh, here's what I want. God, uh, if you'll just bless this, then I'll be on my way. Well, uh, so that happens a lot in the Bible, too, where people try to do this themselves. And so that's what I want us uh, to look at, how that goes and what happens and then what uh, the narrative or the thread through the Bible kind of talks about to, to kind of help us with that. So if we go back to chapter 11, Genesis chapter 11, it's the, the story of the Tower of Babel. Uh, uh, which you're probably familiar with. They try to build this tower up to the sky uh, and um, uh, take over heaven. And so, but it's interesting the language that's used in both chapter 11 and chapter 12. So in verse 2 of chapter 11, it says, As men migrated, they found a plain and settled there. So hear the language. Men migrated with their families, and they found a plain, and they settled there. So they were trying to figure out a place to go. They saw this plain, and they decided to settle there. And then in verse 4, they say, let us 
build for ourselves a city. And so they start making bricks and, and building the city and building this tower up to heaven. And it says, verse, still in verse 4, let us make a name for ourselves. Okay, so that language is going to uh, be sort of flipped over when we get into chapter 12. But the, the idea is this same sort of thought pattern that a lot of us use on a destination, whether it's a cruise or life or making choices, career, uh, relationships, everything else. Oftentimes we go into it thinking, okay, I'll come up with my own plan. And we use the same sort of words. Uh, they found it, they settled it, they decided, let us build this for ourselves. All of that same sort of language is there. When we move to chapter 12, again, the Bible, I think, is trying to guide us. And so stories in the Old Testament and the New Testament are trying to give us examples of people who live, just like you and me, making the same decisions, raising a family, going to work, trying to live with the same concerns, needs, hopes, dreams that you have. And it's showing us uh, how that went. So how did that go for you? How did making decisions that way, what was the end result? How did that turn out? And so hopefully uh, the, the Bible is a resource for us, kind of like the crew, uh, to guide us and to help us have the, the best life possible and to, to uh, sort of manage all of the obstacles that we cover. So when we get to chapter 12, it's different language. So uh, as we read, it said, God says to Abraham. So here's Abraham uh, and happy with the life that he has, doing the things he's doing. I'm sure he has hopes and dreams, wondering what the future holds, all those kinds of things. One day God says to Abraham, go to the land that I will show you. So that's way different from chapter 11. In chapter 11, they decided for themselves, let us make this for ourselves and make a name for, for ourselves. Let us do this. But in this chapter, chapter 12, God says to Abraham, go to the land that I will show you. And then verse 2 says, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you so that you can be a blessing to others. Whole different way of approaching this journey, right? Uh, instead of us deciding for ourselves how we're going to do this for ourselves, uh, God speaks to Abraham and says, go to this place that I will show you, and then I will make a name for you. So the, the same sort of wants, hopes, dreams, and desires are in the people in chapter 11 and also in Abraham and Abraham's family in chapter 12. Just a different process. Um, so if uh, we're going to stay with uh, the sailing motif, um, path one is that I make all the decisions based on how I feel, what I want, what I need, what I can afford. I'm going to pick the destination. I'm going to pick the cruise line. I'm going to do all of that. I'm going to decide all of that for myself. I'm going to do price analysis and uh, talk to people that have gone before. All of those are good things. If you're going to go on a cruise, you ought to do your homework. You ought to check all the rates and all of the little things that, that we do. Uh, but in that scenario, there's something that's missing. And in path two, uh, chapter 12, Abraham's story, is that how do we put God in the process? 
So we can do all of the work, figure it all out, and then turn to God and say, God, I've done all this work. It's a really great trip. Will you bless it? Or we can start with God. Seek first, it says in Matthew, the kingdom of God and everything else will find its place. Everything else will work out. So path one is just we do it ourselves. Path two is that we allow God to be a part of the process. Proverbs chapter 5 through 8, chapter 3, verse, verse 5 through 8 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own understanding. Now we can read that and say, oh, God doesn't trust us. He's created us. He's given us a mind. He's given us a brain. We ought to use it. Uh, it's not saying you're not smart. But it's just saying, put God first. Don't trust in your understanding to get out in front uh, of God. In all your ways, acknowledge God, and God will make the path clear. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Trust God. Turn away from evil. For it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So that'd be a great uh, tagline for a cruise, wouldn't it? Uh, take this cruise, it will be healing and refreshing. That'd be something we'd sign up for. So uh, it's, it's, but the, the scriptures are telling us that there's this pathway. Uh, one pathway is faithlessness, just doing it ourselves. The other pathway is trusting God. And so trusting God is difficult because sometimes God sends us, asks us, leads us in ways other than what we would have planned. Sometimes taking us out of a comfort zone of what uh, we think we ought to do to something different. Or sometimes God says, just, just wait a bit. Not right now. And we're so impatient. We want things now. We got it figured out. We see an opening uh, in the door and we want to rush through it. Uh, sometimes the timing is everything. Sometimes God's not saying no. It's just not yet. And so th this is, uh, uh, I don't know, I think a helpful way to look uh, through the whole uh, Bible. Uh, Marion uh, has been sharing with y'all in the weekly uh, news information uh, the lectionary readings for the day and for Sundays. And so uh, the lectionary are Bible verses that are used worldwide in uh, Methodist churches, Baptist churches, Episcopalian churches, Catholic churches uh, that just sort of help us sort of look at scriptures, maybe that we normally wouldn't, maybe kind of outside our comfort zone. And so one of the other scriptures for this Sunday, besides this Genesis chapter 12 passage, is the ninth chapter of Matthew. Uh, verses 9 through 13. And that's the call of Matthew to be a disciple. So it's a similar story of what's going on with Abram. Uh, God, uh, Jesus, uh, wanders up to Matthew, who's a tax collector, and says to Matthew, simply follow me. 
Now, I'm sure at this point, um, Matthew's an adult. Uh, he's got a job, a career, a pathway. Uh, I don't know about a family. Uh, but uh, he's got that all mapped out. So again, it's, it's sometimes the same place that we're in, where we've got life mapped out, we've got it figured out. But again, a lot of times we do all that upfront work and then turn to God and say, okay, God, I got this all figured out. Will you bless it? Well, in Matthew chapter 9, Jesus comes up to Matthew and says, follow me. So Jesus' language is a little different than in the Old Testament. Jesus says to folks, follow me. Come and go th this way. And so Matthew at that point has a choice, right? And the choice is the same choice that, that we have. We're going to do what we want to do? Or are we going to listen, pay attention, and at least have a conversation with God about the pathway that God is opening. And so living life, asking questions, sometimes it's hard to figure out exactly where God is leading, what God is doing, but the hope is that we're always listening. We're always paying attention. We're always kind of going, okay, God, is that you? And then checking that out with friends and other folks and scripture and praying. Uh, because I don't know about you, I, I get one shot at life. Uh, I don't get to come back, you know, 30, 40 times, I don't think. Uh, and, so, uh, and so I don't want to mess that up. And so this is my first run at living. Um, I don't have experience uh, that I know about. And I don't want to mess that up. And I figure that God knows more about life and choices and where I ought to be than I do. So I want to listen uh, to God. Now, many times I listen and I go, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but most of the time, I hope that that's what, uh, that, I, that I do say, yes. Okay, God says go this way. God go, says go in this direction. I want to think that most of the time, I'm trying to do that. Because again, I believe that God knows more about that than I do. God knows more about the future, where this is headed, what's all going on. Uh, and, and the belief that God has my best interests at heart. And so Matthew has that struggle, right? He's sitting there in his tax collector booth. Jesus comes and says, follow me. To follow Jesus means to leave that and go in a different direction. And that's the choice that, that all of us have. Uh, not that Jesus is going to say, leave what you're doing and come in a completely different place. Most of the time, if God's given us gifts and abilities and talents, God's going to use us in the arena uh, of those gifts and talents. And... Uh, uh, but maybe in a little different way than we had thought. And so this thread of faithfulness and unfaithfulness is a thread that goes all the way through the Bible. And oftentimes uh, the story is uh, kind of like what's here in Genesis 11 and 12, right? Where we see the story in chapter 11 of, yeah, I wouldn't do it that way. And then we turn to chapter 12 and it shows us a way that, yeah, this is a better way. Maybe listen to uh, the example of Abram in chapter 12 and not the folks in chapter 11. A little bit later, we get to the same sort of story in Samuel when we get to the story of Saul, who's elected king, and then the story of David, which sort of runs parallel to Saul's story. And so we read the story of Saul and the mistakes he made and the things that happened and his arrogance and his desire to do it all his way and not listen to God. 
And the narrative is, yeah, I, I really wouldn't use Saul as an example. Uh, and then we're given the example of David. Now, David makes a ton of mistakes. All of us do. Uh, but David's heart is what God is interested in. In the book, uh, books of First Kings and Second Kings, if you've read through those, you remember that uh, you have this litany of kings. And this king makes a mess of everything. And then the next king follows God's uh, path. And the next king messes up everything. And the next king <laughs> follows God's path. And it's showing us all the way through this thread of, yeah, I wouldn't do it this way, but here's a, here's a way to go. And it's a story of faithfulness and unfaithfulness. We see it in Joseph and his brothers. We see it in the stories of the Sadducees and Pharisees. And then just some uh, interesting people that are collected in the New Testament. And so the struggle in battle is, how are we going to do that? How are we going to live in faith and trust with God? And it's hard. It's not an easy thing. Because some of the things uh, may be easy. Maybe getting up today and coming to church was an easy thing. Uh, but maybe you'll be faced with a decision on Wednesday of this week that's not so easy. And you struggle and you battle. And maybe you know, kind of you feel like God's leading you in one direction. But everything in your head is saying, oh, no, that's too scary. I don't want to go there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust God in this. Some of us find that it's easy to trust God in certain areas of our life. And then it's so hard in other areas of our life. In the seventh chapter of Romans, Paul talks about it. He goes, ah, the, the very good I want to do, I can't do. And the very things I swore I would never do again, I find myself doing. And he, he's frustrated with this human nature that we all have. And again, for all of us, uh, because uh, certain things are easy for uh, we find certain things easy and other things difficult. And maybe the person you're sitting next to is just the opposite on those things. The things that you find easy, they just really struggle and uh, stress over. Uh, and the things that you struggle and stress over, they don't really have a problem with that. And, and so it's this complicated uh, humanness that we find ourselves in. So I want to show you, kind of close with a, a video uh, that, that talks about that. And I think, uh, I might have shown you this a, a while back, uh, but I think it's great. And it kind of illustrates this uh, choice. Uh, and it's hard uh, because sometimes God puts us in situations where it's not an easy yes or no. It's not an easy path to follow. Um, it, it takes a little more trust uh, even if we've been faithful in other areas. So watch this. It's called the trust fall. Jesus, I just don't trust you. You don't trust me? No, I mean, I want to trust you. I just don't. <laughs> I have an exercise that I think will really help you. Oh, okay. Stand here and face this direction. Mm -hmm. Now, do you trust me? Uh, no, I just said I don't trust you. All right, well, this is all part of the exercise. Oh, all right. Okay. Whenever I ask you if you trust me, you say, yes, Jesus, I trust you. Even though I don't. It's practice. Okay. So, do you trust me? Uh, yes, Jesus, I trust you. Now, fall back. Are you going to catch me? Don't worry about that part. Okay, that's the part I'm worried about. <laughs> you can do this, okay? Just trust me. Trust you. Fall back. Okay, well, Jesus, I trust Good. you. <laughs> yes. 
do trust you. I'm gonna fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Uh, let's try this again. Just face this direction and keep your feet planted. Okay. All right. Do you trust me? Yes, Jesus, I trust you. Now, fall back. Okay. I'm gonna do it. All right. I'm really gonna do it. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay, hold it. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're too close. You need to move back. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one's a little bit different, Laura. Oh, okay. Uh, stand here. Uh-huh. But face me. Ooh, forward fall. Okay. I can do that. Wait. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, wait for my signal. Oh, right. The Jesus signal. <laughs> yes, the <Okay>. Jesus signal. <laughs> do you trust me? Yes, Jesus. I trust you so much. Good. Fall back. <laughs> That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Especially when you do it. <laughs> Seriously? Of course. Okay, Jesus, I don't know if you noticed this, but there is nobody over there. I know it looks that way to you. It looks that way. It is that way. You can do this, Laura. Just trust me and fall back. <laughs> Jesus, I can't do that. We can do it together. I can't. You can. I won't. That, that's the tough part, isn't it? <laughs> um, we've all had experiences, hopefully, where you've trusted God in something. And your excitement is just like in the video. Yay, this is great. Yay, woohoo! You're on for uh, better, bigger stuff. And then the situation kind of challenges you. Um, and it, it, uh, every time I watch that, it just, uh, just gets me. Uh, when she turns around and says, yeah, I, I, I don't trust you, and I won't. Um, and that's the challenge, isn't it? Isn't that the challenge of our faith? And so all of these examples uh, to guide us of uh, trustworthiness and trust, uh, untrust uh, that we go through. Um, and so... Um, I don't know in, in your life uh, where there's a challenge and you're facing it and it's a struggle and it's a battle. Maybe you've been praying about something um, and uh, uh, the next step to take. Uh, sometimes it's easy, like the falling back into Jesus' hands. And sometimes it's, it's much harder when you're facing him and you've got to fall back. Um, but I would assure you that uh, the Bible is this thread, this journey of talking about faith and trusting God, even in difficult places, even in difficult situations, um, trusting and believing. Um, and again, doing the planning, doing all the research, but allowing God to be a part of that and not excluded until you just want a blessing for it. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks for this day, for your work in our lives, for the opportunity that we have to trust you, 
to listen, to, uh, uh, to watch, to talk to friends, to watch each other uh, in this process of journeying in faith, um, seeing good examples, and uh, trying to find our way in this process. I pray this morning for folks that are in the midst of a, a hard decision, a hard journey, a hard place, and just ask you, God, for courage for them, for uh, grace, for mercy, for strength. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. This morning we want to let you know that there are uh, baskets uh, and uh, uh, a website and all kinds of different ways for you to give uh, your uh, generosity in the church makes it uh, possible for us to have this service, to televise it, to uh, have Vacation Bible School and a lot of the great things that uh, happen on campus. Uh, thank you for the ways in which you give and help and serve.